I want to talk today a little bit about legacy. Proverbs 13, 22 says something like this. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the righteous. People who go to modern Western churches will hear that verse a lot these days, especially, and with the emphasis on the B part or the second part, the latter half of that verse, where it discusses the wealth of the sinner being laid up for the righteous and the listener will get really happy about that. In a lot of charismatic churches, you see people jumping up and down and shouting and waving their hands and all that kind of good stuff because of the second part of that verse. But I want to focus a little bit more on the first half, the A part of that verse. A good man or woman leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Often when we think in terms of inheritance, we think of money. And that's certainly a part of what an inheritance is. But if we keep thinking about it, most of us can recall back to a parent or a grandparent or a great grandparent that left some heirloom, some family heirloom. And it may or may not have monetary value, but it certainly has value to the family. And there are good men and women who leave inheritances to their families. And those inheritances are not money at all. Many of us can think about our forefathers, ancestors, parents, grandparents, who have left us with a saying or a song or a poem or a way of being, a habit, a practice. Some, some good, some not so good. One family that I got to know had a habit of having dessert after every dinner. They would sit together as a family and have dinner. After dinner, they would have dessert. And it just became a norm for them. Dessert was a part of the meal. It was just a part of making the meal. Just like salad or the main course or the grace that you say before you eat the meal. It was just a part of the process. And as the generations went on, way down the line, families and families, cousins and cousins across the globe at this point had dessert. It was just a thing that the family did to extend that dinner and that fellowship. Not a bad thing at all. In fact, many would argue it's quite a good thing, especially if they're eating healthy and drinking plenty of water and getting lots of exercise. That dessert just extended the time at the table to exchange thoughts and ideas and plans among your family members. You know, that is an inheritance. 
Certainly, I don't want to get away from the money. A good man leaves money to his grandchildren. But what this verse is really talking about is the fact that your life matters. This verse is talking about how you live now matters. Many people don't like to think of legacy because legacy leads them to think about morbidity. It leads them to think about their mortality. It leads them to think about death. And most people don't want to think about death because it's just too scary, too terminal. But thinking about death is a good thing as long as you don't overdo it. Because how you think about death informs how you live. You see, if I think about how I'll be remembered, that can help govern how I am presently perceived or how I live, regardless of how I'm perceived. So I want to talk a little bit about how will you be remembered? What will you be remembered for? Will you leave an inheritance of any kind? Money? Habits, practices, policies, thoughts, ways of being, ways of thinking, jokes, songs, poems. How will you be remembered and what is your legacy? What is your living legacy? Some people are living and are still creating a legacy. What's yours? My grandmother at this recording is 103 years old and over her lifetime, she has sown Seeds that have benefited her in her lifetime. You see, she's still living and she's sown seeds that benefited her in her lifetime. People take care of her. They visit her. They call her. They talk to her. They buy things for her. They grocery shop for her. They clean up after her and in her house and garden for her and on and on and on. Why? Why are they doing that? Just because they're good? I would argue that she contributed to the way they treat her because she invested in them because of the way she lived. Because of the way she lived, because she was a giver, because she was one who liked to take charge and to help out and to, to give and offer help, assistance. Um, even though she didn't have much materially, People were able to take advantage of her goodness, not in a bad way. They were able to benefit from her goodness and go on and do wonderful things in life. And to be grateful, so grateful to her that they turn around and in her elder senior years where she's unable to do as much for herself, they in turn do things for her. So how will you be remembered? What is your legacy? What's your living legacy? There's a song that says, if I can help somebody as I walk along, if I can cheer somebody with word or song, if I can show somebody that they're traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. And the chorus says, then my living shall not be in vain. Then my living shall not be in vain. If I can help somebody, along the way, then my living won't be in vain. There's a scripture that says that we are as dust. 
We came into the world with nothing and certainly will leave with nothing. And do you know what? All we really are, our chemical composition, is just about equal to the dust. We make pretty good fertilizer. And that's all we'll be unless we leave a legacy. So how you live matters. How you live now matters. And how you live later matters. And the way you live now affects how you'll be remembered. A hundred years from now, how are you going to be remembered? Will you be remembered at all? You know, we can push and grumble and complain and maybe not use whatever talents we've been given. But when we live that way, won't we be remembered that way? That was rhetorical. You think about it. And then vanity or altruism both mandate the use of talent. What am I saying here? If you are altruistic and you want to leave a legacy, you almost have to use a talent that you've been given. I mentioned to my grandmother earlier, one of the talents that she had was cooking. So she cooked a lot for people. They loved it. I remember when her church was having a, a fundraiser, a building fund. I know, I know. The good old building fund. She sold dinners. People came from blocks and blocks away. Neighbors on her own block came with regularity. They couldn't wait until she was selling a dinner. Because she could cook. Was that talent a big deal? Well, not to some people, but to everybody who ever ate that food, absolutely. And was it a big deal to the building fund? Absolutely. So if you're altruistic and you want to do good, coming from a good place, how are you going to do that? Well, using your talents is a good way to get that accomplished. Now, even if you're vain, I'm not suggesting that anybody be vain, but even if you're vain and you're sort of self-centered and you want to leave a a legacy, you kind of still have to use your talent. Because if it's all about you, if you're going to do anything that's going to make any difference, You have to use what you've been given. So let's talk about legacy just a little bit. What can most of us do to leave a legacy? Well, many of us leave a legacy through children. We have children and we, in a way, in a manner of thinking, we get to continue to live because our children are an extension of us. And so long after we're gone, our children are here and then their children are here and so we in a way live as long as our offspring do and that goes to that scripture that I mentioned a good man leaving an inheritance to his children's children not just his children but to a, a generation beyond that 
what else can we do to create a legacy? Well, creations. You know, everything produces after its kind. We were created to create. A lot of people don't believe we were created. Maybe this isn't for you. But for those of us who believe we were created, we all almost always agree that we are created to create. What do I mean by that? If you look at any living thing, it has the ability to reproduce itself. A mango tree can drop a seed and that seed can create another mango tree. Two humans can get together and create another human. Reproducing after our kind. Every living thing has the ability to reproduce after its kind. So we can leave a legacy that way. Now, if we expand that thought, what else do we have except biology? Except leaving um, a, 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 a biological product. What else can we do? Well, there are other things that we can do. We can create all sorts of things. And usually our talents are going to give us the ability to create something. One of the best ways to discover what a talent is is to screen out those things that don't result in creation. So painting, for example, a person who paints is creating something when they paint. A person who sculpts is creating something when they sculpt. A person who writes a poem or lyrics to a song or music to a song. A person who writes a joke, they are all creating something. People who write books, they're creating something. So those talents, writing, singing, are those are the talents that allow the expression of that thing that's been invested. And creation validates that it's a talent. Now, Sometimes what we create by using our talent, well, it seems hidden. Later on, I'm going to talk about one talent being listening. That's a talent most people don't have. And you might ask then, what does that create? Well, later on, a few chapters later, hang in there. You're going to hear how the talent of being able to listen well is a creative talent and things that listening creates. So when we're discovering talents, we have to be careful to make sure that we don't leave things out because upon first glance, they don't appear to create anything. They do. So ask yourself, among other things, in my children, how can I contribute? How can I leave a legacy? 
can I mold the way they think? Can I mold their habits, their practices, so that they're grateful people who are hardworking people, who are creative, who are thoughtful, who are sensitive, who are who make an impact on their generation? That's leaving a legacy. Can I create a product or a person? That too is leaving a legacy. Will my life, watch this, cause frustration and cursing that goes with frustration? Or will my life cause ease and blessing which comes with ease? That too is rhetorical. Ask yourself that. So let's talk a little bit about the fact that time passes whether we use time or not. Once upon a time, a very wise person told me when I was contemplating college, she said, four years are gonna pass whether you go to school or not. And in her mind, what she was saying is, you might as well use that time wisely. And to her, wisely meant going to college. For my purposes, I couldn't have done a better thing. I thought that was good advice. That may not be advice for everyone, but that was certainly good advice for me, especially at the time. So time passes whether we use it or not. Listen, using our talents to sow seeds can benefit us in our lifetime. I mentioned grandma, how she used her talents in her lifetime. She was benefited by the seeds she'd sown. There's a saying that she would also say, she would also say, time and tide wait for no man. Time and tide wait for no one. In other words, the earth is going to spin no matter what we do or don't do. We might as well optimize the use of our time while we're here. Using talents can be an investment or they can be historical, right? So when we use our talents to create a legacy, it can be an investment. So I can use my talent of um, providing a listening ear and shelter and food for um, wayward teenagers, I may have a knack for that. That could be an investment. Now, I may not be doing it for investment purposes, but that can certainly be an investment. But also, a talent can be historical. I might just create a sculpture and sell it or not sell it. It's not really an investment as much as it is Historical. I might also create a family crest or shield. I might also create, write a joke. And it may not be an investment, but it's historical. It lasts and it points back to an occasion or a person or back to the family that benefits from it. So be significant. There are books to be written, songs to be written 
and to be sung, poems to be written and to be read, discoveries to be made, styles to create. We were created to create. So create. Change the course of history. Make history. Leave a legacy. Time's going to go no matter what you do or don't do. There's no time to waste. A hundred years from now, how will you be remembered? How you live matters. Use your talents. A good man or woman leaves an inheritance to his or her children's children. Tap into those talents.